What's going on, everyone? Marty here from Par Extreme and Pierre from Outdoor Therapy. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Talk to Me, Brother, where basically Pierre Antoine and I are going to be talking shit for an hour to two hours about the outdoors. And today we have a very special um, episode where we're going to basically go back in time to last summer to when we did our four day portaging trip in the Algonquin Park. Uh, you can find that trip video actually on my uh, on my uh, channel. Yeah. At, at the time, I don't think you were recording already. No, you weren't. You weren't doing it yet. So that's too bad because that was a, that was a fantastic trip. And today we're gonna go through basically the entire trip from start to finish, how we prepped, uh, because a lot of people a lot of times don't even know. You know, it's one thing to go on a canoe trip or on a hiking trip or anything like that, but they have no idea even how to get there. Where are the places that you can go? What should you do to get started? How do you plan for these? And, uh, you know, and we did kind of uh, during that preparation, we certainly overestimated our our uh, our route basically right so so it was it was a difficult route and we did make some changes along the way uh we did. but we'll get we'll, we'll get into that but you know and this is something that you you and i even us uh i would say that we're pretty experienced by now uh we're constantly too eager in the trips, like in the uh, the planning <laughs> phase, right? So we'll always say like, let's let's climb 12 mountains this this weekend. <laughs> we're good to overshoot our goals. Yes, we are. But <laughs> we're good to overshoot our goals, but we never find ourselves stranded because there's always back. Like, uh, how do they call those? Um, there's a backup plan. Back yeah, back. well, back backup plan, but like in the army, remember Goggins and his. Uh, oh yeah, well you know he, in. The, you gotta, you gotta have a backstop. It's called. I think it's a backstop. You look at your yeah. map and you know, oh, if I reach this point, I went too far. I gotta back up. That's what it is. Yes, you know? that. And if yeah. I'm, if I get an ambush, right? So when you go no. out at war and you're, you're in a mission, you get ambush. I have four other ways to exit yeah. that, th yeah. that plan as well, right? So, uh, so we do always account for that, but our initial route is always quite ambitious right but that's, <laughs> but that's the fun that's of it that's the fun exactly that's the fun of it i wouldn't have it any like, other way like why would you go yeah. on a trip if it's not to be a solid epic adventure <laughs> like if it's you want to be talking about it don't you, do it <laughs> you want to ride see the way i always look at it is i always want to ride the line between huh? way too hard and dangerous <laughs> to like you know what i mean I always want to be right on the line because yeah. I know that in the moment I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck? Why did I do this? Why am I here? Yeah. Right. And yeah. then I'm just yeah. like struggling and moving yeah. forward. But then when I come back, I'm like, dude, it's going to be such a good story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. Yeah. And that's yeah. also how you get better anyways. Like, of let's course. be honest. That's the only way you push yourself well, you gotta to fight. become better. Right. Well, you gotta, you gotta push your skills. Well, you gotta learn your skills, but you gotta push them. You gotta test them. You gotta test yourself. Yeah. that's the that's the reason one of the reasons though i enjoy doing those trips is just to push myself to yeah. see where where is my limit and how can i push it further how can i push yeah. it further and i i thrive in this i don't know if you do I, i'm pretty sure you do i'm pretty sure you're like me and you do but i thrive in this like people are asking me Fuck, why why would you go on a, ca a canoe camping trip knowing it's gonna be like seven degrees celsius raining all the time with a shitload of wind and i'm like 
because this is my definition of happiness. <laughs> like, this is where I'll be super happy to be. Like, uh, it's, yeah, it, man, yeah. it's one of those things that only people that do it can understand it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's one of the, ma- you and I had that conversation before. That's one of the major reasons we get along so well is because it takes a certain kind of person to even want to put yourself in those situations. Absolutely. To but want think, to push yourself, right? And I mean, like, I, let's be yeah. honest, n- none of what we do is that extreme. No, no, let, no, let's, let's really be honest. Like, <laughs> Let, we're not doing Alvarez right now. Yeah, but the point, yeah. the point is, I believe that anyone who's in the outdoor yeah. for, like, not car camping, like, yeah, go yeah. go out there, go in the wilderness. For real, in the yeah. wilderness, I think everyone got that little grit spirit. No, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. You, you want to be it's good. Gotta you wanna, you, it's got to hurt a little. It's got to chafe a little you bit. Know? You need you. You have to deserve <laughs> your beer at the end of the day by the fire. You know, absolutely. That's what, that, that's what you need. So, I, I think it's pretty interesting that you started saying like, you got to plan your route. You got to yeah. plan your trip just before we go. And like, I'm super proud because I'm wearing the official trip. I know. Right now. Like, I, I'm kind of disappointed you're not wearing yours, but that's okay. Well, I mean, I that's don't okay. Know, yeah. I can take my shirt off if you want to swap. <laughs> Which one's better? I'll keep but it on. Cool keep shirt. it on. I'll be although, jealous if you take cool it out. This is a cool shirt, although, although I bought this in the States. It's way too big, but it's a, it's an Adirondack shirt. Yeah. And it says uh, New York State, never stop. Uh, is it? Never stop yeah, exploring? Never, never stop yeah. exploring. I absolutely love this shirt, but believe it's it or small. not, this is a small Jesus Christ. This is a freaking small shirt. You Americans, you're <laughs> killing me. What is this? And then you buy in China and you buy like a quadruple X large and it doesn't fit me. Like, I don't know. I just don't know. Anyways, <laughs> you got to measure yourself. But the point is, we started, we started that trip with something in mind. It's going to be you and I. Yeah. It's just going to be you and I because that's what we wanted to do four days together. Uh, on that uh, in the Algonquin Park, and we were like figuring around and because we we're like, okay, we're one car, like we need to do a loop, right? Yes, one car. So, you need to do a loop because otherwise, how the heck do you go back to your car? You know. So a couple of things is I was just coming out of a full year of building my house. True. Right. So I was so just true. like I was like moved into the new house like two weeks in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and so I had spent a full year building the house. I barely had any time to go out in the outside because I just was working seven days a week, you know, just all the time doing it. So that was like, for me, that trip was important because that was kind of like my comeback, right? That was like, I needed to come back to do that. And, um, and a couple of things for me, like a lot of the outdoors has to do with doing like i do enjoy and i don't have a to be super honest i don't have a ton of solo experiences i have Mm -hmm. a handful but i really enjoy experiencing the outdoor with like with like you like with a friend with someone and 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 mainly like it's one of those things that i bring a lot of people yeah for on their first trips so i'm used to like having to do everything all the time but then when i go out yeah but when I and and I'm always happy to do that. But then I go out with you, and then I'm like, oh, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to to tell him what to do. I can just sit for a while. It's a big difference, right? And it we is. can focus. We can focus on miles. We can focus on distance. We can focus on things that are a lot more technical. Absolutely. Right? 
And that's fun. Like, that's just, that's just super fun. So for me, it's like, okay, well, I don't want to drive. My point is I don't want to drive because when you plan the car, where you park the car, when you come out, where you start, where you come out is important. But when I go out camping with you, I don't want to drive in two separate cars for four hours. No, no. Like, I just, I just don't like, I just like, like a major part of the fun, like, like, and that's where all these like ideas of podcasting come from our crazy conversations in the car the car absolutely right and i'm like i don't i this is so precious to me and even though we're going to spend 12 hours on a canoe together (laughs) we never run out of shit to tell each other like seriously and i mean sometimes we're in silence and it's fine but i mean it's just the conversations are too valuable to me so like when you're first thing first when you like you were saying when you plan a trip where you park your car where you start and where you come out will dictate a lot of things and Absolutely. um you know i i'm really hoping one day we'll be able to cross you know and it'll most likely happen but do like an across the algonquin park for oh, like for 10 sure. days for sure one one end to the other together sure. um and the day that happens we're gonna have to drive two different cars but like honestly like now, the day it happens we're driving two different families yeah <laughs> so the girls and yeah. the kids at yeah, one yeah. base camp, yeah, and when yeah. we're done, crossing, <laughs> they come pick us up. Yeah, we could do something like that too, but um, but that is yeah. certainly a first a first point. And most of the times, the routes will allow you to loop without doing too much of the same route, yeah. right? Because yeah. you might have to do the last handful of like kilometers. Mm the same yeah you got to repeat the route at one right point, just right. just at one point probably but, the same lake to end yeah yeah and it always, and it always yeah. depends too like are you willing to portage do you just want to stay in the one lake and go around are you going down a river which down a river there's there's you don't no come other way. you don't come out yeah yeah there's no other way than to have some kind of like car mm-hmm. um situation where someone's got to either drop you at the top yeah. and your car's at the bottom or whatever that might be. But, uh, this is always something to, to consider. And then once you're like, well, you know, for us, it's always like, well, we want to drive together. So we're going to do a loop. It yep. just answers the question for us. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's just what it is. Uh, then you look at the different routes or the different parks and we're pretty lucky. Like we're pretty darn lucky where we are. You and I, don't have anything in our backyards really no but we have everything within like three two hours to four. Of drive. yeah i was about yeah. to say two, two to four hours two to yeah. four hours yeah and that's uh, pretty that's pretty solid for for outdoor dude, people. that's insane yeah. that's insane it's so easy to say like you can plan it really well you take an afternoon a friday afternoon off right so you can be all packed on thursday night you go to work right we both work downtown well I work downtown Ottawa. You work on the East End. But mm-hmm. like from there at noon, we can meet somewhere and just go, Either right? Way. Whether we go yeah. north, south, the Adirondacks, the Algonquin Park. Um, Quebec yeah. side if, you, if we wanted to. Yeah. Crown Land. To Crown Land. Yeah. Everything is up. Everything is up for the grab. So that's it. Yeah. That's good. So remember as a, uh, when I said we were planning a trip, the two of us. Yeah. So one car. And- loop situation consideration. and then and then and then a plan what's the saying again if plan never survive first contact is that what it is <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds about right con- first contact <laughs> happened before we leave <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right good. 
So yeah. I told, I was talking with Big Al. And people are going to start knowing Big Al for sure. They're going to know so him talk, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I was talking with Big Al. and I was telling him, oh, I'm going on this camping trip with Marty. That's going to be awesome. He's like, oh, I'm going on a soul camping trip. Where are you guys going? I'm like, oh, we're going in. And Algonquin is like, shit, me too. Where are you guys leaving? Like, what door? Because yeah. on Algonquin Park, right, you got to choose the door you're going to start at. I think there's 12. Yeah. And they call them doors, door. but they're just like, call them trailheads. Waypoint. Or, like, yeah. or launch point in the water, yeah. right? Yeah. But they call them doors. I was like, I think we're starting at, at 12, something like that. He's like, oh, I'm starting at 6. I'm like, what's your route? And then he shows me the, he shows me his route, and I show his R's, and I'm like, Hey, buddy, we could meet. We, we could, could actually meet. meet. We could that'd meet, be, yeah. That, that'd be yeah, super yeah. cool. So that be... that's 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 the new plan. So now I, I'm telling you, buddy, we're going to meet <laughs> Big Al in the middle of the freaking park, which is huge, by the way. It's like the biggest <laughs> park in Canada. So I'm Is like, it? Okay. It is. It is. Is it actually? Oh, the, I'm the, pretty the, sure The largest? Pro, uh, largest provincial park. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I, I don't... I, I don't know, it's but I'm huge. assuming it, it, it is humongous, so I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So from there, we're like, okay, we're going to start the well, morning then we went paddling. To yeah, we went, we to, went Al's. to Al's house just to, right. and just to, you know, an excuse hey, to have a beer. <laughs> yeah, and introduce you to, so as I don't think you've seen each other before, or maybe once. Can't remember, actually, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because that was after. The first time I met Al was when we went to the, uh, the Adirondacks. The, right. Not this year. The last year before. Year, yeah, when yeah. I froze, like, eight, six of my toes for, like, six, True. seven months. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's not go, let's, <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not go it's there still, again. It's still healing. Um, uh, <laughs> so, anyway, well. so we go, we, go, we go meet Al at his house, and we just kind of yeah. look at our routes. We're like, okay, yeah. let's meet there. Yeah, which was so, Otter Slide Lake, I believe. Exactly, exactly. And we Otter were Slide. starting from Opiungo. Yeah, the biggest lake of the, the park. The biggest lake, and he was starting from. Man, I'm going off memory. I think it's Canoe Lake. I'm Absolutely. pretty sure it's Canoe Lake. Yeah, it is. So it is. So he went Canoe Lake the first. He was leaving one day early. Yeah. Uh, before we start. What do you have? Oh, yeah, baby. I've been nursing this little guy here. I'm having. A brew from my hometown, from Castle Brew, the Little Red. And now, mm. what are they doing? You were telling me before, because the COVID nineteen, oh. everybody's locked down. Nobody's allowed to go anywhere. They deliver people. <laughs> I got. I think we got that on Facebook or something. Like we'll deliver. Just we'll drop it in front of your house. Yeah. Go. Love it. So, Opion go. At the start to oh, 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 Otter Slide Lake. Before that. Oh, sorry. Before we go there. Because we're insane. Or we're teenagers in our mind. <laughs> you choose people. We we had to start. We knew we had to start like Friday morning. Like being on the yes. lake at 7. That's Something right. Something like yeah. that. And you got to know, people, it's a four-hour drive. So Correct. we were like, yeah. That's that we're not going to leave at 2 a.m. Like this is yeah. no, we're not going to yeah. do that. So what's the next best thing? What about we just sleep in the parking lot <laughs> in the car? I don't even know in if you're car. allowed to do that, to be honest. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't see anything that said not to, but I'm sure that, you know, if people started to pitch tents everywhere. Yeah. They might not appreciate don't it. Do but... we, don't do what we do. <laughs> I'm not accountable for that. But we did. 
We totally yeah, did. Well, what's what's the best option if you want to leave at seven, anyways, right? There's no, and there's no. It, it's not like oh, you could rent like a room and a cottage, or in, like you're in the middle. I think of there nowhere is, though, actually, isn't there? Really? At Ongo, no. Isn't there a, a handful no. of cottages there? No. Yeah, they have right. Uh, no. I think so. I think really, I saw. Bob? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Sleep in your car, people. Nobody cares. Sleep. <laughs> they could do it in the 70s. Why can't yeah. I not do it now? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we yeah. sat in the car. The next morning, we went at uh, the, 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 the... It's not the ranger's office, but it's like the... the it's the outfitter. It's the Whatever. outfitter. It's, I think it's called Opiongo Outfitter. Yeah. There you go. So you because you got to tell them, like, okay, I'm going to be... Uh, your permits getting your permits you need to tell them on which lake you're going to be sleeping because they got to mm -hmm. monitor is there enough like campsite for them and numbers of people on that lake and blah 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 blah, blah uh and pay your parking and as well. and that and that's when your planning becomes important because you you can't just go mm -hmm. and say i'll figure it out as i go so when you you actually have to have a route predetermined yeah. and then yeah. uh the way the algonquin park works they they all work all the parks work a bit different but the algonquin park will be i'm going to be sleeping in this region mm -hmm. right so there's a lake and there's let's say there's 18 camp spots and then they keep count of how many people said they were going to sleep there and then they cap it so that everybody's yeah. got a campground nobody has to stealth it so you do have to come up with a route so for us we wanted to do a huge trip right <laughs> that was that was our intention to do a huge trip in terms of kilometers and 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 go borderline on the 100 kilometer on the yeah. loop right and so you know and just to fast forward just to give an idea to people for two fairly seasoned fairly strong paddlers mm -hmm. and we single carried every one of our portages we did that's 29. something you that's yeah. something you don't do you're not supposed yeah, to do that <laughs> Some of not everybody flashes. can do that we did yeah. 29 kilometers that day in 12 hours i think eight minutes like yeah. i remember it like to the t that was my longest day so like 30 kilometers 12 hours that's a lot like just to give you an idea right most people will probably want to aim at being like six hours in their canoe of the whole day yeah, yeah. so you're probably thinking like for people that are just starting out like a 10k yeah a day with perhaps a handful of including your portages, portage right right because right. portages can really delay you they really delay Absolutely. you period actually yeah so so just to give an idea to people but for us we had like i think like three 30 plus like 30 kilometer days uh and we'll get we'll get we'll get <laughs> into that, that and, like, and i'm like it's not a good idea and, and out of the first day out of the first day like of those 29 kilometers Five of those were portages, and people yeah. in in the in the comments of the video that I put out, it's like, dude, did you go on a canoe trip or on a backpacking trip? Because we spent <laughs> a lot of time on foot. <laughs> we did. So we oh, portaged man. a lot, but it could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been twice as long. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it for sure, three times as long because yeah. you got to know if you don't single carry, you do the right, you do the portage three times. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's a lot more yeah. of walking, a lot more of of Especially for two two point five kilometer portages, man. Yeah. That that makes them long. Like Big if time. it's you know like two point five kilometers with I think it took us to single carry it once was forty forty minutes the first one the big one the two point five uh, kilometer. Yeah. 
something like that. So imagine it takes you, let's say you go a little lighter, it'll take you 35 minutes. That's one way you got to come back 35 and then another 35 to go out. Like, it adds so much. Yeah, it yeah. does. And so. it's funny because at, when we were talking with the gentleman at the, at the gate, yeah, we, when we told them our plan, yeah, when we told them, okay, we'll start obviously at Ongo and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to sleep at Otter Slide Lake. Over there, he's looking at the map. He's looking at us, and he's just like, "No, gentlemen, this is not gonna happen. Like, <laughs> like you're you're not gonna do this. It's it's insane." He, he starts by saying, "Opiengo takes about five. four to five hours mm. to paddle, and then you you hit the first portage that you will not single carry. It's it's one point eight k, I believe. Yeah. It's and, ridiculous, eh? and it's it's not a highway, people. No. It is not a nice portage. Like mm. it is run." So you, you, right there, right there, you're going to be done. That's his mindset. Right there, you're going to yeah. be done. And we're like looking at him and we're like, but I don't think you understand. We said Utter Slide Lake. We mean Utter Slide Lake. Utter I don't Slide know. Lake. Yeah, it's, this, is what, <laughs> this is what we're doing. We're, yeah. This is what we're doing. And we got lucky on one thing. I don't think you really mentioned it in your trip video, but the lake was really calm. Well, you, and that I made didn't a talk huge about difference. it this way. I didn't talk about it this way, but it's pretty obvious that it's calm, like because yeah, in the is, footage that I have, like yeah, yeah. But I didn't, see I didn't talk about it. But yeah, because it, it makes a huge difference. Us, it only took us two hours, buddy. It, it took us two. No, it took us two hours to do a penguin. I'm super I proud of it. Was it. Three. But well, anyways, it doesn't matter. Two it, hours. We we nailed that guy out. Yeah. Right out of the park to start, but I mean, like it was glass it was perfect yeah. i'd rarely seen a lake like that and a lake like that'll take you three hours to paddle across like that's how big it is like it's easy to have some waves on a big oh, lake like that absolutely. absolutely but here's the deal and, and we took a decision too we at the beginning we were looking at yeah. the lake and we we're like okay do we cross in the middle where if yeah. there's wave if the wind picks up it's gonna be hell or do we stick by the side and we'll well we'll make it like two times longer, but it's the safe yeah. way to go. And we like it a little bit on the line, wow. you know. So it was like wait, you wait, could, wait. visibility was from you here can, to the end. Anyways, yeah, you could yeah. almost see the frig. It's such a big lake though. Yeah. It, but it was like a perfect blue sky. So we just like, went mirror in the middle. perfect lake. Yeah. yeah, just right in the middle. And that yeah, that brought us to the first portage, which was I think yeah, 1.5 kilometers. It might have been, or 1.8. It was it's just shy of two kilometers. Yeah, and we met people that were like finishing it, and they yeah. like they were at the launch boat when we arrived, like at the end of the portage when we arrived, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you 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 don't single carry this. It's yeah. insane. You don't single carry it." And we just look at each other, being like, "Challenge, we're single carry. <laughs> we're gonna do this single carry, baby." And we oh, did. Man. We we took a five minute break because of me. Well, you and, we also, like in the middle. Yeah, but did we take the? I can't. Is that when we decided to swap position? I think so. Because what happens is first, okay. So for for all the folks at home, I have a canoe that's just <laughs> so heavy. It's I like mean, like your like, canoe is like ninety pound, but we're yeah, we're doing <laughs> we're doing this humongous route against yeah. all odds. Yeah. Like. Like canoe wise, like it's just insanely, insanely, but it's what we have. Right. And again, like, I mean, like 
I mean, I love all of the outdoor channels out there and everybody yeah. doing all the gear reviews and all that. But like one thing that I find that we miss the boat on a lot and that I try my best to just remind people whenever I talk to and whatnot, and hopefully this comes across in my, in my videos, I don't have the most perfect gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. look at all the stuff I do. My point is that if you're waiting to have all the perfect gear and you want to spend all that money, you're, you're never you, gonna you go. might never go. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta go with what you have and enjoy because it's all about, you know, first of all, you can do, you can, you can modify your trips to fit the your gear, ability, yeah. but also the gear that you have, or yeah. you can just like freaking go, fuck it. We're going to go all like, you know, we're going to go all out. We're going to work hard. And we're yeah. going to be super rewarded. We're going to be super happy at the end, right? And that's what that's what we decided to do. So, but the canoe is like, got it, ninety pounds, seventy five pounds, plus like you know the regular, I would say probably with food and water, forty pounds, thirty five to forty pounds on my back. Yeah. I do. We do tend to carry a lot more, you and I, than not. Just. First off, we'll, because, you know, we like it. We can do it. Well, I mean, we like it. We can do it. We have the physical abilities to do it. Yes. But also it's like at some point, like I said, like I would love to be able to buy like the Helinox chair and save true. two pounds. I would love to, but I, just, you know, I bought the Trekology and it works fine. And why would I, you know what I mean? Like at some point yeah. you just got to, you just got to focus Choose your on fight. doing the, yeah. yeah. And, and, and doing the activities, the most important part. Like Absolutely. going out, that's Absolutely. the part that means the most. That's where you get all the memories and, and, yeah. and you're, you get all the gains from. Right. Absolutely. So, but anyway, so the yeah. way we, we could portage this canoe is by having, you can carry it alone, but with your pack weight on top, it's, it's almost that's ridiculous. Right. So we would, we would have someone at the, at the bow, someone at the stern. Right. <laughs> and we would basically haul it. And what we didn't know uh, is that the guy at the front is significantly heavier. Yeah. Or uncomfortable. I don't know what it is. And that's you took the front. I think it, I think you did almost the entire the entire oh, first portage and then quarter, yeah. and then we swapped. I think that's when yeah. we're like, man, I I think it's easier at the back. And then we swapped. Then we we kept those positions for the rest of the trip. Uh, but because, because you're a beast. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a beast. Sure. So, yeah, no. but people but we, gotta we, know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we swapped position and that's, but that's the only, re the only break we took. We didn't take a break. We swapped position. Yeah. Basically. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. plus the bugs are insane in those portages. <laughs> Nobody stops. No. There's no stopping in a portage, no. man. You just, you, the you goal lose is to walk yourself, faster than, than a mosquito can attach itself. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever the speed of, tr of travel you have to have so that a mosquito can attach to you, that's yeah. the speed you want. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> so true so, though. So, so we did that. Yeah. So we were, and like, then I okay. thought I lost you at the end of that portage. Well, that's there's a thing we didn't say at the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> because people gotta know, Marty likes to likes to fast, and he likes to to, to like fast like for 16 hours a day, like intermittent 20 hours fasting, 20 hours, whatever. <laughs> and it's like this morning, we're just going, buddy. I'm like, what? What do you mean? We're just going? Like, black we're coffee, go. And, and black he's coffee, like, go, go. Take a black coffee at the shop and go. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this just for. I'm so not used to it. I'm used to my breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And man, I was like, Marty, we're having lunch. This is not a question. 
I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, <laughs> this is happening. We're having lunch. I get you your mountain house it. delicacy ready. <laughs> you, oh, actually, you, you shoved, want you? You shoved that fucking uh, that lasagna mountain house in your face. Like, like I never saw it. You didn't speak a word. No. You just set up your, your stove. You had your chair, and then you uh, just like, and you inhaled that. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was I didn't air, want man. even. <laughs> I'll, I'll and then you the came smoke. back. Yeah, and then you came back. Then, well, then yeah. you came back. <laughs> I needed energy. But what you, what you, you, you were eating your couscous, your yak couscous. You yeah. were like so proud to show me that you got the, the yeah, yeah. like healthy couscous, and you were like, it tastes so freaking good. You had three bites in the bag though. Like honestly, there was nothing. It was so in small. There. It was so small. I and was. I had. Talk about preparation. I did not have enough food for that for that trip. No, you didn't. And uh, hopefully, you know what? Like, uh, we have people in the comments say to talk what, like, to kind of share what we do for yeah. food and all that. We could do that maybe in the next episode or whenever Absolutely. it comes up. But yeah, I, like, I want to do I, that next episode. After after that trip, I was like, okay, I need to revisit my food uh, strategy a little bit yeah. because if it wasn't for al who gave me a couple i mean i wouldn't have died it's just like it's uncomfortable to be that hungry especially when you're going to travel 12 hours i mean the first day to fast on your first day that's easy because you just came from eating mm -hmm. like regular and mm -hmm. not expanding all, all that much energy <laughs> then you go out then you do all that traveling then i was just so yeah. freaking tired yeah. and i needed food right yeah you did buddy yeah and your little so anyways, there was was not doing it <laughs> god it was so small it's like three bites i was like okay man it's an appetizer and the fast continues and the fast <laughs> continues with a smile on his face and then we did this a second lake which i didn't really look properly at the map because i was not expecting a second big lake right away and then i mean it was like a it's three, never it, it was a big you, lake it was like it took us an hour It was a decent sized lake, yes. Yeah. And then we had an awesome UFO conversation on that lake. Ah. I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. What is a believer? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on out there, but they're mm. they're just fun conversations to have. They are. But <laughs> they are. But uh, but anyways, it was it was bigger. The thing is, it's so hard to tell from the map. It is. You know what I mean? It it's so it hard to tell. And, you you know, you try to calculate with your rope and all that. But I think it felt that much bigger because the first one took a lot out of us. Like, we should tell it people, did. if you're not, there, there's a service that you can use at Opiongo. It's called yeah. the, the taxi, the water taxi. And for me, I mean, like, my ego, you know. Yeah, there's no way bit, I'm touching the, that, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going a hard time with this. But there, it's there for, first of all, if you want to go much deeper in the park, It's a great yeah. head start. It really yeah. is a great head start. And if you want to get go a little further, because Opiango is quite busy, you've got motorboats on there. You've got, you know, uh, I think they do their they do their plane tour from there, right? That's where they land. That's where they leave to do like uh, float mm -hmm. plane rides just to show the the, yeah, the park. The park. Yeah. If you want to kind of go out, but like you just you don't have the energy or the the fitness level to paddle this whole thing plus do the the, the portaging you can take the taxi and to be honest the second like is i don't think is really as big as we it it felt a it, lot bigger i think it's just it wasn't wide it was really long correct yeah and we had to take a big a big uh we, a it big was hard to find it. the portage to for whatever reason oh, it, it was. wasn't that it easy was. but um 
That was that was a that was a, a fun leg though. It was it was it was clean, clear, yeah. clear, clear water. Uh, we tried no wind again. No wind. Yeah, it was a yeah. the first day was perfect. Pretty pretty awesome. The, the first day was perfect. So we um so so we you, you had lunch mm-hmm. first lunch <laughs> coffee jump on the canoe yeah. here we go again back on the canoe then it was a it was just a 500 meter portage Small I think it was something one. like this I think it was 500 meters and then we got into another lake that wasn't that was a decent size but the other thing too is when we crossed that, what happened after is now we had like three portages back to back to back. Yeah. And those were extremely deceiving because from reading the map, you would have expected to paddle a lot more in between each of those. But little but you did you know, you don't. Honestly, <laughs> it was a three kilometer portage. Like, with separated like, by, by 100 meters, like, pretty well, much. Maybe. One of them was a swamp that was like you could have thrown a football across. It yeah. was so small and it was such a buggy area. Yeah, yeah. Remember, like it was just so buggy. And that's when, but you know what helped us out a lot once we got there? Because let's be honest, like I, I was tired, you were tired. Oh, like, I mean, definitely. Like, we're, we're physically exerting ourselves yeah. in like plus 30 uh, Celsius weather. You know, yeah. like, and there's no, there's just not that much time to swim and cool down either. Obviously, we're drinking water, snacks as we go, but it's like we do have to travel yeah. in a sense that we have plans to meet Al. And on, I think it's on the first portage where we needed him the most. Who doesn't show up? Freaking big Al. Fucking big Al. What is bear, bear Bell going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could hear him, yeah. So, so that was but, just, but that was that a was surprise. Big. That was big. It was big. That was a surprise, and it was a surprise because we were supposed to meet on Otter Slide yeah. Lake, and just figure a way to find each other. Exactly. Like we, we had like, no idea. Right? Like we'll do every freaking campsite on the lake. Yeah, and, and he has like an orange canoe. We knew he was yeah. just gonna put it out anyway, so we. Yeah, could've... because that that motherfucker has a swift. <laughs> okay, that's a 26-pound canoe, people. You lift that with two fingers, and that's not a euphemism. It's actually true. You lift the canoe yeah. with two fingers. It's oh man, it's such a nice <sighs> ride. It is. It, it is. I don't. It's like an F1. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's a mix between. It's an hybrid between a canoe and a kayak. So you got yeah. the shape of a canoe, but you sit in the metal yeah. on the floor like a kayak, and you and, you got to paddle like a kayak too. Yeah. And Man, to try, it's I, it's definitely the best option for portaging because mm. they're so light, they're small, they're maneuverable. maneuverable. And honestly, like honestly, there comes a point where it's it's nice to be alone in your own boat. Yeah. So we can all go fishing. Yeah. So, or we can all be next to each other okay. rather than talking over the shoulder, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, stuff like that, but um, but, but that's a. Four or five thousand dollars yes. canoe. That's what the butt is. Yeah. And no, well, you, that is Jeez. the number one butt. But I, I, you and I had that conversation before as well. That I love to paddle a canoe. Like if if yeah, we go do. on a lake and there's a kayak and a canoe and I'm alone, yeah. I take one hundred percent of the time the canoe alone. Because I'll I take just, a kayak. I just enjoyed the technicality of being able to maneuver a canoe on your own. 
like yeah. the J stroke, the C stroke. Yeah. Like I enjoy that complexity of the paddling. I'm pretty sure you would be faster than me on a on a kayak. Like De- depending on the kayak. Like my yeah, kayak depending- is a fishing yeah. kayak. It's not it's not made to go fast yeah. because there's so much friction. It's so wide. Correct. But you you can't flip the thing though. Yeah. And I can't but stand like, up on it, and there's no worries, you know. Yeah, but if you think of a. Uh, Big Al, he was keeping up with the two of us paddling in our canoe. Oh, oh, for sure, for right? sure. Right. So, 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 if you have a good kayak, you can definitely go faster than a single canoeer. But the point is, I always like it. But then, although it would be hard for me to go on a canoe trip and not paddle an actual canoe like you paddle a mm-hmm. canoe, the benefits oh, of having a little so pack boat like that. I think it's a Swift or something like that. It it's, is. It is. It's it's just like yeah you it's just humongous. Well, there's a reason why Joe Robinette uses that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, all the big guys, that's what if, they're in it. Yeah. Well, if you're alone and yeah. you're gonna be doing portages, that's what you want. Yeah. It's just, that's the the Cadillac of canoes. Yeah, yeah. That it's is really what you want. But then you cannot be two people. Like that version in the of same the boat canoe won't work. Well, you know what? I say that. I went fishing with Al in on, his canoe. On, on a, in his canoe. We were sitting on, we took his paddle, we like just, because it, it's a kayak paddle, right? So mm. we just opened it. It comes apart. Into, it comes apart, took half a paddle because we were sitting on the floor. So you really don't want much bigger than half a paddle. And we, dude, imagine the speed we could get yeah, with that. No kidding. It was insane. No kidding. We were, we were <laughs> drifting. We managed to drift. I don't know if you can understand the feeling you, of drifting on with a canoe on water it's insane it's just we were going so fast if you hit the brake like hard you'll turn and then you'll just like keep on dragging oh you'll keep on dragging so you're so you're just drifting and that thing floats in like an inch of water right it's just Just so perfectly designed yeah just like a kayak would you know it's it's really amazing but though it's one of the most unstable canoe i've ever tried like it's so narrow yeah but you're yeah. sitting so low in it. Yeah, but that's the point. You're supposed yeah, like that exactly the that's the point. But, but that anyway, is definitely so, the Cadillac. So we so find we, Big Al on the trail, and we're just yeah. like, "How the hell are you already here?" Yeah, like. Well, he had a much shorter day than us. <laughs> but still, I mean, he the, did it twice. Yeah, so that was he did still it a twice, good day for but, him. Yeah. But he did what a what a nice guy. Yeah. He he was like he got to the lake much faster than we did. Yeah. Right? He got there first found an island with a campsite on it beautiful campsite beautiful campsite. beautiful campsite. chop some wood prop yeah like process some wood okay that's good then he looks at his watch and he's like well i know the route they would take yeah right like there's no there's there's not so many ways they could like show up at the same spot so i'm gonna go and try to find them and if by six o'clock i did not find them i'll just turn around and go back that's to the right camp. Yeah. So that that was his mindset, and he like find us at like what like three thirty something like that. Like, yeah, even, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, like super quickly still, find us. Yeah. And we got there yeah. at seven, right? So, yeah, and we got there at seven. <laughs> that's Man. insane. So, but he did. Yeah, he did a big portion. But that's we needed him then in a sense that it just a uh, mental boost. The en- yeah, the energy level just went right back up because we. We're right starting that like that three portage sequence that yeah. was going to be basically three kilometers yeah. plus, yeah. and and we didn't know that 
we were expecting <laughs> to have a bit more breaks in between, right? So we yeah. just we went out and it's he's like, okay, and so he could kind of reassure yeah. us of what's yeah. to come, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, we had uh, a scout at that point. That's yeah. what it was. We literally had a scout at that point. So we finished that, did the last two lakes, the last few portages, and finally yeah. made it to Otter Slide Lake to the camp. And then yeah. it was like, okay, let's set up. Did we set up or did we go just swimming right off the bat? I think we set up. We set up. And then we just all went swimming because we just yeah. needed to cool down. But those late evening swim. When best. it was like a plus 30 degree Celsius, uh, plus 35 all day, yeah. the yeah. sun is low, so it's yeah. just it's just not hitting you the same way, right? No, and it's, it's like just perfect. light until like 9 p.m., <laughs> 8.30, 9 p.m. at night. Yeah. Those swim, like, they're the best. And they're we did. Just and we did the, te- the temperature, like, even at night, was so perfect. Like, I know yeah. you pitch your tent, we both pitch our Amex, and then you were like... You guys want to do a podcast? Yeah. yeah. Like you just. That's the first episode of the PE podcast. Exactly. Exactly. And we're like, sure, let's talk about the stupid, epic freaking trip we did in the (laughs) Northwest Territories without. (laughs) Actually, it's just, well, maybe we'll, one day we'll talk about that or go actually just go listen to the the first episode of the PE podcast. You guys did a good job at, at really taken us through your entire journey Man, of like was, from home to home like yeah the entire thing and uh that was the first episode of the p podcast it was me uh pierre antoine mm-hmm. well you obviously and big al yeah. sitting around the fire yeah and the shot is like kind of perfect and uh, the sound quality the sound quality is awesome and it was an epic night it and was we just sat there around the campfire. I had my little thermocell, the little yep. mosquito repellent thing. We had a nice fire, no mosquitoes around yep. us. And we just, we, I think we podcasted for an hour and a half. Yeah. We went like over the top and that's yeah. so, it's so, I don't understand how come it went so well during that evening. Like, like you just said, like there was no mosquitoes and yet we did like freaking five portages where there was a ton of mosquitoes yeah yeah. and like sure we were on an island but like there was a lot of stuff going on on that island like a lot of trees a lot of like yeah. there were mosquitoes if you were going outside of the bubble of the fire in your thermocell but yeah. y- even then usually you would get like Dude, a you, couple you, of you can hear the mosquitoes in the mic in the- <laughs> Yeah, if you if you the- listen to the podcast <laughs> with the earbuds you can hear the mosquitoes going into the mic but you were not once one of us is swatting away above. Yeah, not yeah. once. And, and, and usually those the one that moves. works really well. I got to say, man, I, I, I start to be a believer for those because I'm the one that the mosquitoes want the most. I don't know what's my, my blood, but they love it. And yeah, none yeah. of them went for me. None yeah, of them. So no, nothing. That yeah. was a perfect evening. But that, during that evening, we podcasted. Then uh, we had a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. And then and then we came to think like we started to to talk and and kind of like try to figure out what was going to be what and how. Is it the evening where like you screwed up with the bear bag a little, like you broke a branch during your your bottle or something to 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 pull the to, to no, install that's the rope the next for the evening. bear? That's, that's the, the next okay, evening. Okay. That's the next evening. That's a perfect. <laughs> we'll get to that. No, uh, that night uh we know the that's when that's when you trip though yeah. over the bear bag yeah so the so we had set up the bear bag 
and the rope started to run. And instead of letting it run, you just decided to dive for the rope. Yeah, because you I'm twisted a little like bit that. of your ankle. Yeah, that's, that's what right. Happened. I forgot about that. No, that was and huge. that was that, that was huge that in the changed, next step. Yeah, that changes you. When you, I said at the beginning of this episode, no plan survive first contact. Yeah. Well, our plan was like one night with Big Al, and then we go on our way, and he goes on his, and that was that. Yeah. And it was told to meet a friend in the middle of a park, you know. Exactly. But then I twisted my ankle. Yeah. Because I, because I'm dumb. Like well, really, like it's that was just, not it's just like called. reflex, right? Like yeah, you see yeah. something go away, you want to catch it, but and then and then I was like, Marty, there is like I'm looking at the map, I'm looking yeah. at the portage as well, and there's like more. 3, it's not going to be meters. Easier. No, yeah, there's, there's like 3,500 meters. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I cannot do it. Like my and, ankle will not. It's not going to work. I'll be super <laughs> honest. I mean, like earlier, you 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 said that I was a tank and. I'll take you the are, compliment. Buddy. I'll you take are. the compliment, but I was very happy not to have to do the rest <laughs> of the trip the way we had planned it after the first day. Because yeah. let's the other thing too is because I was coming out of the construction, I was actually pretty physically drained, and I wasn't fit the way you are right now. Yeah, because when you're building a house, like it's not the same kind of fitness level. Yes, you're moving a lot, and your ex your your calorie expenditure is high. Fair enough, but you're not training. Mm -hmm. to travel yeah to carry weight on your back to lift heavy things Everything. it's di it's just different it's it, there you yeah. really have to train towards the activity you want to do definitely so anyway so when you said that i was like yeah man i'm pretty i'm pretty fucking burnt as well yeah okay. like but then but then that's a big twist because we got to know that there's two options at this point Op yeah. well there were three option one is we keep to the plan But That's that right. was that was not on the table for me. Like I no, I couldn't no. handle that. Option yeah. two is we go backward, back on our step, and just yeah. repeat yesterday. Repeat, but but over three days. Over three yes, over yeah. three days. Which would have been a lot easier. Probably. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's not even yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying probably just because I'm like, yeah, well, with my ankle, like a third yeah. of that day would have been insane anyway and yeah. the last option was like hey big al you were at door six right with a car right with a car. <laughs> with a car so now you so. were planning on being here for three days we were there you for have, four do you, do you have food for a fourth day perhaps because and because some for me <laughs> because marty forgot to bring enough well not i didn't plan it for enough food it's because the big new, al did it's because man these dry food companies like they kill me a little bit because <clears throat> they're so expensive they are they're so expensive And yeah. they're convenient, but there's other solutions. We'll talk about them another on another show, but they're so expensive. And then I was just happy to try a different company. And and I just it's not their fault. I didn't read. Like I'm Proper, just so used yeah. to like the Alpine and what is it, the Alpine and Mountain oh, House. Oh yeah. And those big uh, big known company that make right and, and they're they're all pretty similar, right? Like You'll hit an 800 calorie like mm. if you get it if you get a two portion it's a close eight or 900 calories uh, yeah add water move on so this new company i was trying which their food was good so i don't want to i don't want to like yeah you're like, not bashing them bashing, bashing on them it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. i didn't read all the all the stuff at the back and i'm like finding myself with like 300 calorie dinners 
when I might have spent five thousand in a day. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is not gonna like it. It was just like, and I mean, Marty likes to fast. I'm just saying, Marty <laughs> likes to fast. I was looking at your choices. I was like, I guess this isn't his plan. He likes to fast. No, <laughs> I I did not read the labels properly. I just figured like if this one is fourteen dollars, this one's fourteen dollars. It'll be the same product. Not at all. No. No, but Not yours, enough. which much probably much more healthier. Sure, less and stuff well, like that. Anything, much more tasty. Any dry too. food that has an expiration date, expiration date within two years of what you buy it, is significantly healthier than something that will last for fifty-five years. <laughs> there's no debate. There's no, no debate. Whatever, whatever they put in there to make it last that long. That kills you a little bit every time you eat. It's the same thing that they use for the McDonald's fries. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> they will, it's probably so anyway, so I'll, yeah. I'll being a free spirit in mine. Yeah. And uh, just, an <laughs> just, easy, just an easygoing guy. He's just like, yeah, yeah I can make this work. The hell? <laughs> so, and he just has a, a big bag of food with like, he never empties it, I think. I think no. he just keeps buying stuff, puts it in there, and just carries the whole thing. Like, you're absolutely right. He doesn't know what he has in his bag. He just knows yeah. there's a shitload of it because it's heavy. Yeah. It's like, like, if it's it, whatever the line of fill is, like, if it's there, I know I can last for a long time, so I always keep it there. That's exactly. just what he does. And that's just what he does. <laughs> and that's, that's, cool. that's kind of a cool system because it's yeah. always a surprise for him. Doesn't know yeah, what he's sure. gonna be eating. He's just like, oh, today it's gonna be this, and tomorrow, Absolutely. oh, it's gonna be that. <laughs> I will but that's how that's how I'll bailed us out. Absolutely, and, and he made had the trip so much better because now, let's be honest, like you got food in your stomach. <laughs> no, well, that, but like, dude, who doesn't want to go on a canoe trip with Al? Exactly. Like seriously, yeah. like yeah. It, I really appreciated our first day together because you and I don't get those those that often. Like often enough, you come camping with my kids, yeah. me and my yeah. kids, or you'll come camping with but you know we'll go out with the, the other guys, us? just the two of us. So I really appreciated that. But yeah. then I'm like, dude, this like, guy, this guy, this guy, fucking adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. So so, so yeah. easy going. So, so easy going. And the thing is, you you people got to know, Big Al. As a shitload of knowledge. Yeah, yeah you don't have to worry about him. You don't yeah. have to worry about him. He's also trained for search and rescue in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, yeah. the guy knows what he's doing out there. Like, no Absolutely. worries. He's a plus. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a one. Chris Hatfield <laughs> talked about being a minus one, a zero, and a one. Go yeah. freaking read his book, people. Um, how, a, a guy to, to be a, 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 an what is it? A, an astronaut. A guy to be an astronaut. Man, amazing book. Anyway, Al is a one that Canadian like hero. <laughs> Love my man. Love my man, Chris. So anyway, so relaxed, always prepared with a shit ton of know-how, and he does not put pressure on anyone ever, yeah. and he just goes with the flow. And and it's just fun to have him. And we're like, okay. So next so day, we're like, we're like, we took the map out. How can we do this? Like, what's? How can we have fun now, knowing that now we're not the two of us, we're the three of us. So the next right? day comes around. Yeah. And uh, we we kind of reevaluate our route, and it's just the second day was awesome. The second it day was. was so good because it was like, it was. I think we traveled four kilometers. 
to the we next stayed on step. the same we stayed same on the same lake, lake. no portages <laughs> we fished all day didn't catch a fucking nothing. thing <laughs> nothing nothing god dick shit. <laughs> we got shit people man i can't uh, believe it but anyways it was just like one of the, those things and when you're i keep going back to my situation of being post building a house because when yeah. you're in that state of adrenaline all the time yeah. working 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 you don't realize how tired you are until you actually pull back and that day right. was that that was like right. oh yes let's not do anything you know what i mean <laughs> and let's just like let's just let mother earth heal me a little bit let's just like be part of this whole thing fish what? What did we and do on that day? Is it is it the evening that it, is it the day that it rained? It is the day it rained. We did nothing. We did nothing. Four no. or five kilometers we, of canoeing. We did two. Vi- two. People, two. there's always two reason. We did two. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. You're gonna be in that joke now. On, yeah. now. But yeah, we did two things that was really important. First of all, we fished like in the lake like we 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 freaking strip in our boxers and just went in the lake water up knee to our deep. belly knee yeah. deep even more than that and we just cast it under the rain and enjoying it just for the hell of it and you until were the, until well, the, the, the until the lightning hits yeah <laughs> yeah and then we're like, it's like let's take like, the fuck out go back to the rock <laughs> go 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 <laughs> that's one one thing we did And the second thing we did, I believe, was at the same place. We went for a little swim under the rain, and you did an epic oh. job at, at imitating some gooses. No, it wasn't geese. It was. Uh, it, was it wasn't geese. No, it was uh, those. It was those loons. Oh, it was, it's ooh, a loon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a loon. Yeah. Yeah. Your well, imitation two loons. There was of a couple loon. of loons. Yeah. Your well, people have to go loon. check it out right in the, the trip video because yeah, it's right that, in there. It was it's set on, and, it's and it made one. me laugh. <laughs> it's in it's part in one. It's in part one, yeah, okay. of my trip video of the Algonquin Park. So if you guys check it out, I think it came out like, was it like second week of January, third week of January? It was one of my first videos yeah. in, this year that I posted. But and, fair uh, warning, yeah. it goes really quickly. Don't blink. But when yeah. you do it, just, it was so good. <laughs> I was it trying was to so mate. Them much closer. Oh, <laughs> a bit closer. Oh man, oh, but man. that's so that's that camping spot, and and this is one of those situations where like it's one in a million in the sense that how the like the camera was rolling, it yeah. was pointing at the right place. The only thing is it's a tiny bit out of focus, but like yeah, but whatever, so I'm I mean. I'm basically for for the folks at home that haven't seen the trip video, I'm basically. Showing the camera how to properly hang a bear bag. And I say in the video that I'm not the best at ha- hanging bear bags because I find finding the location of where I'm going to hang a bear bag extremely hard to find. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, by theory, it's so simple. Just like one branch out, four, yeah. like three meters off the ground, six feet But off a, the, the tree. And a pine, in a pine forest, that branch yeah. is hard to find. Yeah. There's none of that, right? So anyway, yeah. so I find like a, a – so what I typically do, again, for the folks at home, and I explain it in the video, but my preferred technique in the Algonquin Park because that is to bring – it's a two-rope system with a pulley, right? So basically I'll, I'll anchor myself between two trees with a pulley in the middle and then just 
kind of lift up from there with another rope. And this way I can, I can hang so, a heavy, like really yeah. heavy stuff. And especially if we're all together, we can just kind of all pa like go on the same bear yeah. hang. And, and it's just like you, there's never not a spot to do that technique. So what I typically look for is some kind of like little Y in one place, Y in another place. And I just, yeah. that's how I do my anchors. So I took the, the best trick for me that I find is if you don't have a rucksack is you take a, like a half, like just a quarter filled Nalgene bottle yeah. that you, that you tie a knot right on the, on the loop. So you can use it to throw. So I, I set the camera up. I explained the technique. <laughs> I throw the water bottle. I hit the, the small branch of the Y and the fucking branch breaks off. And I'm and I just you can just see it in my face. I turn around and I look at the camera and I'm like, this is awesome. This couldn't have been better. I couldn't have like, planned for that. Like what are the odds of that? You know? Like what are the like, odds well, of that? Like, well, don't do that. No, <laughs> I already no. told you that I'm not really good at this, so <laughs> Oh man. That was and a I funny one, but I think it's also the first even well, in the trip there, it's the first time it's raining that we're like okay let's set up a tarp let's yeah. chill under the tarp while it's raining and i'm like i'll introduce you to the twig stove sir to the firebox I, and I, I put yeah. up my firebox and you were like what that's is when this you convinced shit? me you know well honestly yeah, that's, I, why, that's phrase, where you convinced me at the beginning your face was like really like i did not you. believe that yeah. <laughs> i did not believe just, in it it just worked and you were yeah. like holy what i need this in my life now absolutely because i saw you boil water on there and i'm like oh you don't need that hard of a fire to boil water like mm -hmm. you just don't like you just need you a just little stove. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and i see you like you're just like you're not picking around moving. me yeah around you pine needles but, pine cone couple yeah. of twigs like the tiniest twigs and i was like whoa this works really well i had never yeah. tried it personally really so it was uh, well you can't you can't say you kind of did i mean you were feet away <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and i had tried my, my biolite twig stove before but that true. thing was just so like it's just yeah it's it not worked, the same thing but it was just like yeah, yeah it's not worth <laughs> the effort right so and, yeah uh, we we, it, we have to move your tent did we no that's another night that's no that's the same night, night. Is it the so same it rain it rains so much right and and everybody's like you always want to find a flat spot and you want to find a place where the drainage doesn't go under your yeah. tent right and yeah. you try your best but honestly it gets pretty hard and the best place to do that we decided we picked it for the for the tarp oh you're right we you're picked right, it for though. the tarp right so so i was like and and for me it didn't matter so what i did try because there is a technique to help you so if the water's going to run and go sit underneath your tent yeah. the way to stop it is so okay so the water runs off the tarp of your tent it lands on the ground and then it, it'll run underneath you plus the water lands on the land yeah and then it runs towards you so in order to avoid those two drippings to go and <laughs> sit underneath your tent what you would want to do is at the perfect place with a with a twig or with anything uh is to dig a bit of a just a small v-shape like this all around your tent to send to send the drainage around You're and right. back You're right. uh, and and that's a great technique it's just so much easier said than done oh definitely you know what i mean you like get it, twigs in the way you you, you yeah get, uh, like roots uh, roots exactly that's what i was thinking rocks about. It's, it's it's yeah you know it's so much easier said than done so anyway so we hung out under the tarp for hours just chatting and then when I got into my tent, it was like, there's no material that'll withstand just being 
in a puddle of water, right? So no, it wasn't course. wet. Like it, it hadn't gone through, but it was so humid. You can tell when when a yeah. material is becoming saturated, and it's yeah. just gonna start eventually like going through. So I'm like, fuck. But what we did was perfect because all we did, my tent. I have this little AliExpress tent. Now you can have it on on Amazon, and it's a tent that I actually recommend highly. It's cheap. Mm -hmm. It's small. I pick it up with one hand. I moved it and I put it right underneath the tarp, and it Boom. fits like it's so small. Like that thing is so. Well, my it's tarp freestanding. Is it's yeah. freestanding. Well, to give a picture to people that my tarp is a three by three, like yeah. three meter by three, three meters by three meters tarp. Right. So your tent fits underneath and is actually covered like yeah, everywhere. Fully. Like fully. fully. It's like, perfect. Yeah. So we just moved it there and that was fine, but we did have to do that because so, my location wasn't ideal. So what I understand from what you just said is people get a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> You never get that into Listen, hammock. You're absolutely right, but no, I get it. I get it. But a hammock is is that one extra step for a beginner. Uh, oh, it's a, yeah. one extra yeah. skill. You know, absolutely. What I mean? absolutely. Like there's there's a lot to learn, and I mean like people are. And it's not everyone that can sleep well in a hammock as well. I I had the best sleep of my life well, in I, a hammock I do the next too. day. I I I, I do never do all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I, I couldn't I believe it. Yeah. You gotta try for, it. You gotta try, you gotta taste it before you say you don't like it, right? Well, and and no, for me, I I never said I didn't like it or not. I hadn't tried it at the time of the trip. And then fast forward two more. Yeah. Two more or the next night. Uh, one, two, it's the, three, it's the four third day. Night. Well, third yeah, day. Yeah, so it's yes. So it's the it's the next it's the last it's the last evening of the trip, which was the next the next night, right? So we slept where we had to move my tent. We packed up the next day and we had a decent day ahead of us, but not too crazy. Maybe 15 kilometers. It's just like yeah. a regular, regular day. day. Yeah. And uh, that day went pretty well. I don't remember a ton. Like we fished. Oh, we tried I fishing can't... a little bit. Oh, we we did go around did... a portage by by like going down a creek that had yeah. just enough water. That was nice. Yeah, was, that we was skipped nice. like a 400 meter portage yeah. by doing that. But then, really, the highlight of the of the next day is that we got to camp at three. We did we, again, people. Two things. We did two epic things at that camp. Yes, and you're you're gonna name one. I'm gonna say the second. Go. Okay. Well, I have to. Oh, well, I have oh. I have one as well. So the, there's multiple things that we did that was epic there. Well, uh, I think the one you're gonna say is part of the two. I'm thinking. All right. Well, let's see. Okay, we'll see. Let's so, see, let's well, see. I have like four. That's oh, damn! I, dude, okay. I have that. That night was nice. It was the it last was. night of the trip. We were out there, so we got to this to this camp spot. Okay, no, I remember all of them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to think about it. But there's there's more to it. Like for me, like the last camp was was nice because it wasn't a big day. It was like a 15 kilometer day. We left at 10 o'clock in the morning. Probably got there around four o'clock at night. It was great. Yeah. So one thing we forgot to say is after our big 30 kilometer day, the next day we left at noon. Oh, yeah. But we, but we had like we had to go across the lake. Right. We were so lazy, though, but it felt pretty yeah. nice. It did. Anyways, we could we, we, get, we could do it. So yeah. we got to camp that that yeah. camp. And there's a couple of things that we did that I really appreciate. We fished. We just shore fished for a while. Yeah. Like we all got to camp. Yeah. And we all became extremely silent in a way where we all kind of did our little things yeah. individually, but as a whole, 
right? Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of contributed to the to the camp duties and everything mm-hmm. by themselves. It was like we were already falling into a rhythm. Yep. You know what I mean? And th- when you get in those rhythm, it's nice. It it's is. really nice. Nobody needs to talk. It was just like, and it was like, it was such a calm, peaceful day. And we were in a bit of a bay. We Not in a bit. We were in a bay. Mm-hmm. And the wind was just going around. So there was no wind. I remember I actually uh, did a little bit of yoga on one of the rocks. I meditated for a little bit. I fished on the side. And then you did I, a power nap. Yeah, I hung my, my hammock in between two trees that was just kind of leaning over the water a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I had a power nap there and then we swam. That swim was nice. Just with the, with the canoe, we were just trying yeah. to, gu- uh, what's that called? Gunnel hopping, but the canoe yeah. way too small. Al's canoe. We were just like, actually trying with Al's to figure canoe, out how to go back in the canoe. If you, yeah. You so we would, we would like self rescue, right? So we would yeah. tip on purpose. Then we would self rescue how to like, kind of you know throw it over and jump back I, in it. I'll pause you right there. But that thing, like practicing how to go back in your canoe. Yeah. People should be doing that, like, or know least, how to do a tea rescue as well, right? Well, and know how to do, if you're two boats, absolutely yeah, know yeah. how to do a tea, yeah. a tea rescue. But it's really cool that we did it and, and it was a game, even for us. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. just a game. But it's like, this is how you practice your skill, people. And yeah, those yeah. are the skills you absolutely need to know if you're yeah, going absolutely. alone. In my, in my opinion, yeah. And, and I mean, like, Practicing your skills can be done in the field, 100%. They sh- like, there is, in a safe environment? Absolutely. There, there's, you know, a lot of people, what they don't understand is there's a lot of downtime when you go out camping. Yeah. And in those downtimes, you can, you know, I, like I said, I did a little bit of yoga. I meditated. I just kind of chilled because I needed that. But you can also, like, pra- be practicing how to make feather sticks. And how to start fire yeah. properly and and you know like there's a lot of skills to be practiced if you're like you said already in a safe situation where mm-hmm. everything else is covered right you already brought your fire starter all this stuff but now it's like okay well i have time on my hands let's see let's practice my skills right and you're and, not going to uh, be doing that at home so this is the time to do it exactly yeah this for sure so uh no that was a that was a neat spot uh neat thing that we did there and then I think what the kicker was the the sweat lodge, obviously. Yeah, it was pretty freaking epic. The sweat lodge. I love that. Nice. <laughs> and then the midnight swim that we had after. Ex- explain the sweat lodge. Like, how do you do a sweat lodge? So for people at so, home. There. So it's it's fairly simple. What you want to do is you want to as soon as you get to camp, you'll want to start your fire, right? Yeah. And then obviously get a nice fire going that's really hot, and then you throw some rocks in the fire. Like some yeah. some decent sized rocks that you can carry around, uh, but uh, but that are not too small, not too big, right? Just decent sized rocks. And and the thing that we use grills, we had we brought grills, and I think there was actually some on site too. Yeah, because we forgot to those, bring gloves. But that's the thing. Once the the rock is is hot, you can't touch it with your hand. No, no, you you're gonna burn you, yourself. Yeah. You're gonna burn. You yourself can cook a steak on that rock. Oh, like if you, yeah, people, you, like you can definitely do that so anyways so but you throw like i don't know five six good sized rocks in the fire you let it burn all day all night that you're there and then what you do is you want to do a teepee shape um shelter, shelter with, a tarp. with yeah. a tarp which that requires a little bit of practicing know-how. and yeah and know-how and all that but that's a, a, again a great way to 
practice your skill. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you're going to set up a teepee shape or a way for you to basically tarp yourself off and, and not let any of the air come out. And when it's time at the end of the night, like the last thing we did right before going to bed for us was we traveled, we took those rocks and we managed to find some grills. So we were carrying them on grills. We throw them in, in the shelter. So you have like four or five really hot, hot rocks that you would burn yourself if you touch it. And then you just bring some water right from the lake. You close the door of the tarp and then yeah. you sit there and then you just pour the water on top. And then the steam yeah, just, you got, it's just, it's a sweat lodge. It's just you, like, yeah. You got a sauna at home. That's yeah, it's it a is. big steam room, right? Yeah. And then you yeah. just, it's just, Enjoy it. you just enjoy it. It's just like, yeah. dude, we're in the middle of the woods. And we're having a sweat lodge right now. You know awesome. what I mean? Like, it's just pretty boss, right? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did we do after that? Because we're yeah. like, okay, it'd be nice to cool down a little. Well, we and also, like, bag. wash the sweat off of you. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. So so then we all decided to go for a swim. And yeah. that swim is one of my most unique experiences I've ever experienced in my life. That's both both of us. Like for both of us, to be honest. So for, yeah. for the folks at home, it was perfect night, clear sky, no moon. Okay. So mm -hmm. what, the, what does that mean is that there's no, there's, there's, there's nothing obstructing the view to as much stars as possible, basically. Yeah. And yeah. you know, as much as, uh, you know, both of us live outside of the city, so we do get a nice starry night. Nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like in the like middle that. of the wilderness. Like nothing. Wow. But you know, if you, we would have been there on a full moon, it wouldn't have been oh. the same thing because the moon hides so much of it, right? Just the light of the moon. So we're, but we're swimming just, just you know, to shore and uh, for yeah. all the folks, it's like friggin' might be midnight. It's pitch black, dark. Um, we're 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 super safe though. Like like I, and I always say that to people. Like no, but safe that we're in the bay. But we always swim with our life jackets, daytime oh, or yeah, nighttime, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. not because we can't swim. I mean, I'm an ex swimmer. Like I used to to swim yeah. Yeah, in college, but it's that has just nothing to do with it. Why why would I want to work to tread water when I can just float sitting in the life jacket? Right? We actually me, actually we, I think we wore them like they were Yeah, yeah, you uh, wear them like a diaper and like a diaper, just, yeah. Exactly. You just stand and you float. It's it's the best way. And it's safe, right? Like cuz if you have a cramp out there, especially when it's dark and it's right. late, like you you can like accident can happen for drowning too, you know, being smart. So yeah. we're all wearing our life jackets and yeah. then we're swimming and I'm like, "Boys, Look, look at the sky. <laughs> look you, up, got, right? you got and the then, Milky Way just shining out yeah, there. You see that like big across, line across yeah. the sky. And I was oh, like, man. whoa. And then I, I think I'm the one who had the idea. I'm like, dude, let's swim in the middle of the bay and yeah. just lean back. So what yeah. and and that's that was the experience that was insane because we just swam with our life jackets and there's no motorboats or anything yeah. out there so it's not like you can it's dangerous and we just floated on our backs yeah water all the way up to here yeah to hear people's our face for the yeah, moment to, the yeah moment for, to, to our faces so basically all, the only thing out of the water is your eyes your nose your mouth yeah really yeah. right your yeah. ears are in the water yeah. and then we're just floating like doing like a star in the water and for 360 the entire horizon of what you could see was stars. the sky full of stars like you couldn't see the tree line from that perspective but it, i got can shivers right dude, now dude it was insane yeah. like it yeah. was a once in a lifetime experience that i'm going to chase from now on like knowing oh. that i i just you, you know what i mean live like live that i want to live it again 
Of course. Of course. It's, it, it was such a humbling moment. You know what? The, you know what I mean? Now, now that I know this kind of feeling and experience and, and sensation is right there available, like at our fingertips, almost, yeah. almost on every outing we do near a lake. I'm just like, the next epic thing would have been like to wear a wetsuit. Yeah. Because honestly, it got it cold. It was getting cold. Quite, yeah. It was getting cold quite yeah. quickly. And I mean, I can't, we can injure uh, cold water for a while, but it's just like, you don't want to be like, Shivering, fighting, shivering the cold, yeah. and and enjoying the view at the same time. You just want to be, blah. yeah, and not just, feeling the water, not feeling the 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 atmosphere, the, the air around you. You just want to like live float and take it all in, right? Take it all in, like with a wetsuit, that would have been possible. It's the best way to explain it. It's like it was my first time experiencing infinity. Oh, that's so well, so well said. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just so yeah on. I couldn't understand it looking at it. I was like, and I've, I've spent, I've slept under the stars so many times. I mean, my dad and I used to, especially mm. during the, the shooting star season in mm. August, we mm. used to always sleep outside, check out the stars and really dark places. But the experience of floating in a lake where the, like I said, the, in, the entire view, like if you're sitting in a, if you're laying down in a field, for example, hmm. It has to be a pretty big field for you to be in the middle of the field where when you're laying down, you don't see anything but stars. Yeah. Like you, you have to understand when I say you don't see anything else but stars is you don't see the tree line. You don't see the shoreline. You only see sky from being laying down. <laughs> oh, you know man, what I mean? Like I, you only yeah. see sky. Yeah. And, uh, and then you're looking at it and you're like, I am so small. I Fuck. am. <laughs> <laughs> we're just I part of that nothing. thing right? I'm, I'm a greatest and, man and, in there and for me for me I like it I like experiencing these kinds of situations I, I find that they, they, they're very humbling hey that's they my are. gym bean isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it is buddy Marty left yeah, out my home yeah, so I'm I just left enjoying. a bottle of gym bean and I just saw him pouring <laughs> So, I mean, that so, was one of my craziest experience. I am looking forward to make people experience that. Um, imagine just, like, you got the chance because you 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 raised your children because you got two little girls that are awesome. And you raised them to, to, to thrive with the outdoor. They really do like going like camping, even if it's oh, in the yeah. backyard. Yeah. Like the the time, you know, Rosie. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, Rosie. That she tells me all the time. I don't want. I don't want a, a house. I want to be camping for the rest of my life. That's okay. what she tells me all the time. This is like, <laughs> sir, you just win. You won the game of life right there. You raise your child to love camping and be outside. And yeah. the, the the thing that I'm that I want to say that I'm going to is that you will be able to give that precious memory to your kids they yeah. will want to go at midnight in the of lake. course yeah like yeah. when they'll be old enough you know? yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're it, man, pretty those... small right now but like it's just it's so it's a gift you know like that, yeah. that there's a saying saying like giving the present is the gift yeah it's giving that's the gift 
yeah, and that's yeah. the, giving crazy memories, crazy special yeah. memories to someone. It's it's priceless, and that's you, you'll be able to give that to your kids. And I'm so glad that you said like, oh, traveling with Big Al. Like I loved you, buddy, but traveling with Big Al yeah. too. Because yeah. we just, it's just the fact that we both love to share our experiences, experiences. with people yeah. and to yeah. give a chance to people to live those experiences. Absolutely. Well, and, I, and, and that's just so cool. So I'm, cool. I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer that the world would be much different if we understood how, if we understood how precious Mother Nature is, mm. um, and how healing it can be. Yeah. And oh, how definitely. you can yeah. and how you can find a whole different kind of peace out there. Yeah. Those split moments, right? And and you know, I I try to teach this to my kids because it means that much to me, but I got it from my dad. Like I I mean like one of my favorite memories with my dad was him and I going down La Rivière Noire. And uh, we were sitting on the beach. It was it was Persid, well, yeah. which is a shooting star season. I can't remember what the name in English is for that, the August season. And uh, and I can remember it like I can remember it so much. I can like I can be there when I want to mm -hmm. be there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if it, the, the Black River is just like a windy river. Yeah. S's the whole way down. Yeah. And it's got beach. Every every turn of the river is like a sandy beach. It's just precious. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it and then because it's those beaches, you have these massive logs from time to time, like like uh, drift logs, right? That are dry, dry, dry. So you had one of them logs kind of like half in, kind of sticking out, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And and him and I, we we were laying down our heads like against that log in the sand, and we just that was another star experience it was it was different it was is also like a special moment because you share that with someone yeah you know in my case with my dad and it was just like him and i i i still remember like he was telling me the story is that he used to talk with his dad they used to have a conversation that that would be if a, a flying saucer was to land in front of you would you go in or would you <laughs> You know, and you were invited in. Oh, to go run away. Out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, UFO, right? And 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 just like just shooting the shit, like just to talk for for talking, but that concept of infinity. But the, what you see has no end. Yeah. And the possibilities are infinite. Uh -huh. And and that feeling of understanding that you need to that that humbling feeling of being part of something so big when you're so small and just being able to share that it, it sounds silly i don't know how to explain it i've been looking for the words to explain this this well, one of the most a, precious moment i have with my dad it's it's a huge reality check on yeah. your on on your ego on your ego yeah i think really a lot it, of it is it, that yeah it's a real big reality check on your ego and then it's, you understand also that okay i'm 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 small in this there's it, yeah. there's 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 so much and i'm so small in it but i still you, have a part in it you do you know? and you need to be so appreciative of it exactly right? that's 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 and what you it, need to be me, that it gives me and you need to be responsible of that part yeah yeah so for you, sure that's because they're all building blocks that work together in some exactly. weird way and yeah. we're all interfering with each other in a way that i don't 
you, nobody understand, but somehow yeah. we all have an impact on each other. So being appreciative of the people that you have, of the situation that you're in, like, and right now is a crazy situation with the coronavirus around us yeah. all being locked down. I have not, and we had that conversation. I have not had so much social, such a social <laughs> life since I'm stuck at home. I'm That's like, weird, Sunday, eh? mo yeah. Sunday morning, I took the time to call like six people. When's the last Sunday morning I took the time to call anyone? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it just, and, but these moments ground, grounds you like that. They remind you that people are precious around you. They remind you that, that the things that you have, you need to be appreciative of them. And that, you know, and that everything is kind of sheer luck because like the fact that you and I live in Canada and that we're white and that we're male and that we come from mid, mid, uh, 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 uh mid-income family. Family, whatever yeah. middle-class families like yeah. none of that you you asked for no you don't you just got it, it. you yeah. just got it so how fucking yeah. precious is life within that when you when you get to experience it like that right and and these experiences to me that's what that's what they remind me because they just like they just they just humble me so much because mm. you know i'm i'm like anyone else like i have my ego Yeah, I have I have my ego that I'm constantly fighting about. I have my own uh, competitiveness inside of me that really brings you nowhere in life. Like it doesn't. <laughs> like it does, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like it. Uh, it you, you, so it's it's it just kind of grounds you. And and I got that from my dad through that experience, that very specific experience, in my opinion. And really, that's all I'm trying to do. And last summer, I got to. The thing is that the kids are so young, they, they can't grasp these. Oh. They can enjoy the moment. Yeah. They can't grasp the, 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 the bigger big picture. picture right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but last summer we did have the opportunity when we went to, um, Parc La Vérandrie, which will be coming mm. out soon, the trip where we all laid down on the beach. It was during the Perseids, so the, the, the shooting stars in August. And uh, we all laid down. And every kid, so I was there with my nephew and both my mm -hmm. kids, every kid saw a shooting star. And, I mean, when you're six, or when you're, at the time, six and seven, it's there's, not a lot of, there's not a lot of kids that get to say that they can do that. So I, I take a lot of pride in that to make them live those experiences because I think they're... I think they're personally, I think they're valuable, but I, you, you, you know, you know what? My dad was, I believe he's 69. So I've got to make something big for his next birthday. My dad's 69. <laughs> but he, he asked me, I want to go do a camping trip with my nice. son. He's 69 nice. people. Nice. I'm like, we're not going to go do a 30K freaking no. epic. No, but it doesn't matter. Cross a lake, set up a Ex hammock. Exactly. Right. But he, at 69, he still wants to create those kind of memories with his son. Yeah. That's And awesome. I'm just like, there's, there is something very, very unique and special about, I mean, we could just go and chill on his couch. Yeah. yeah. And have a talk. Like, yeah, have, yeah. have a good father and son talk. But no, no, no. He wants yeah. to go camping in the outdoor If you there's, can plan it a little bit with the moon oh, and the weather yeah. to try to try to get it like a like a new moon, which is basically yeah. no moon at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's something to be done for sure with yeah. that.
absolutely awesome. absolutely so yeah so anyways to come back to the trip now yeah we, yeah we were talking about it <laughs> we, we had we had that experience which was great then we came out of the water we hung out by the fire for we went to bed hours that night hours. for hours yeah. and then i had my first experience because i decided right there and then that i was going to sleep in my hammock you did which you did i like had a like a cowboy night in the, in yeah because i had nothing then. above me it was just like i cowboy camped it um and then uh what I did because I had the Costco hammock, which is not designed to sleep in because it makes that too much of a banana right yeah. now. Yeah. It's uncomfortable to sleep. The the hammock, my understanding is the hammock of that you would sleep in, like sleep sleep in. They're they're done in a way that you sleep. They're asymmetrical. Like, that's that's what okay. they call it. So and then you, you sleep, sleep across, diagonal, right? Diagonal, yeah, across. Diagonally, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So anyway, so but by doing what I did is I took my sleeping pad, put it in there, diagonally slept in it, and I could get actually fairly flat. And, and fuck, I had the best night of my life on that thing. I, I don't sleep really well. I, I don't hide that. I don't have a good sleep camping. I mm -hmm. personally don't. Uh, I'm a little. I do. Oh, I yeah, no, so you, well. you fucking lights out. You're gone. You're the first one to snore every time. For yeah. me, for me, um, I love being out in the woods. Yeah. Like I love it, but I'm always on my toes. Okay. Does that every make sense? Little, every little sound yeah. you're like. I hear every little sound. Yeah. I look. I I'm, 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 a, I'm a jumpy person. Like Nat mm. constantly scares the crap out of me. <laughs> and she's like, dude, I just said hi. <laughs> so, so like my scents are heightened in the, in the woods. And it's, it's kind of funny because I'm super comfortable with it. Yeah. It just is. So I don't sleep a ton and uh, sleeping on the ground. Like I, 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 for the way I'm shaped too, the size of my shoulders, yeah, I have such a big, yeah. I have such a big gap between my neck and my shoulder. I need such a big pillow to be able mm -hmm. to sleep on my side, but I can't sleep on my back cause I'm so uncomfortable. So for me, like I, when I go camping, I know I don't sleep. It just, mm -hmm. it's just part of it. And I've accepted it, but man, then I slept in the hammock and I was like, Oh man, this was the this. best sleep of my life. This I couldn't believe it. it. So yeah. you got home, you sold your bed, you just installed yeah. two hook. Everyone sleeps in a hammock yeah. now. <laughs> I, I know for sure I'm gonna get a hammock set up. The the reason why I'm not getting one is because I'm I I, I still think that it's I need to sleep with the kids at their oh, age. Of course. If of in course. case they they need me, right? Of so course. that's but for me it's like that's what for me over time everybody's gonna be independent. Everybody's mm -hmm. gonna have their own boat. Everybody's gonna have their own tent. Everybody like it's like no four person tent. Everybody has yeah. their own single tents. So yeah. when that split happens, then I'm you for take a hammock. Sure, going in a hammock. <laughs> for sure, going in a hammock. But you know what? If you'd be if you'd be fair with them, you would make them try a hammock before they buy. Yeah, before yeah, you buy because sure. we have yeah, enough can, tents yeah. to go right now where they could both sleep in the tent and i'm in the hammock yeah. when they're they get a certain age because yeah. the kids like i mean i don't know where it's going to go when they're older but right now like there's no way i can make them sleep in separate rooms oh no definitely they're no. constantly like they're just fine like and they they're, sleep in the same bed like like they're they're, they have bunk beds right? <laughs> yeah they have bunk beds and I wait, I get in there, I, like, I'll go, you know, every time I go to bed, I always check on them just before I go to bed, like midnight, 1 a.m. And they're constantly both sleeping in the top bunk. <laughs> and like, good for them. Like, it's fun. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. really care. I think it's awesome. So most likely yeah. I'll, I'll be 
kicked out of the tent. That's probably what's going to happen. He'll <laughs> kick me out of the tent. I'll leave in my two-person tent, and I'll just have some wicked sleeps in the hammock. <laughs> but you know what? You're definitely right. They will kick you out of the tent. I remember when I was like 14, 15. Oh, God, I would yes. have the, the, Like the night we would spend 12. in the tent. 12. Just <laughs> laughing so much, saying yeah. shit, because we don't know anything about like we're 12 years old. You know, yeah. and, and it's it's such good memories. Of course, Absolutely. you want to have that. You don't want to be alone. You're like, I could be talking with my brother or my sister right now. Yeah, you yeah know? of course. I could be yeah, having yeah. fun with my friend right now, <laughs> and I'm stuck in the freaking what is this? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then you just shout, buddy. Yeah, buddy. You're sleeping. That's <laughs> sleeping. What you doing? <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Want to play cards? I gotta take my. Like, but man. that was uh, yeah. that was a that was a crazy that was a crazy night. So anyway, so was, that was yeah. that was awesome. The next day we packed up. We didn't have that long to go, but dude, no. Canoe Lake was on fire, fire. with white caps. <laughs> Holy cow! White caps, <laughs> and it was warm too. It was super warm. Like, yeah. Well, I was afraid crap. that the thunderstorm was gonna come around. Right when you feel the wind sh- yeah. shifting side. Shit. The humidity built Kicks up over in, a couple of yeah. days. You're like, fuck. Right? And the white you know caps it's coming. Just showed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. as you said, we're we're good. We're ex- seasoned yeah. paddlers. The white caps were like, look, no, no, they were more fun gotta, than just, anything else. Yeah, yeah, no, they weren't dangerous at all. You just have no. to aim properly, and you're you're exactly. fine. It's just it's harder to paddle. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, portages I mean, so were like, pretty we easy, were, but we were lucky because on Opiengo, on the first lake, we could have. A shitload of white caps easily it would have made mm-hmm. our life so much harder yeah so much harder and it was super beautiful and then this lake was quite small comparing to opiengo oh yeah the last it's one. still like, a decent lake. size lake it is it is but yeah. the section with the white caps was not yeah yeah like a sure. big section so it's, we we got through yeah. that one still but yeah i mean the wind was was pretty there pretty up in yeah. our face yeah the wind sure. is never in your back did you notice that? No, it's never that. Never, it's because you can't feel back. it when it's in your back, right? That's, it's I think never that's in the your problem. And that kind of you know it when it's in your face. But that kind of wraps up that whole trip. Like then it we got to yeah. Canoe Lake Outfitter. Yeah. Uh, you drove back I'll, with Al to get your yes. car, and I I stayed behind with the gear yeah. and came back and then yeah. packed up and out we go. And then I mean that was a fucking phenomenal trip it was was, an amazing trip and uh so much so we're we're gonna be doing it again it it was the the longest i actually hung out in in the algonquin part personally me too i believe i i did a decent amount of canoeing but i like for me that was only my second time in the algonquin park and i did a ton of canoe tripping i just never went there for whatever reason and it's such an it's such an awesome park too it's an amazing park so this summer we're gonna go back most hopefully everything's gonna yeah. flatten out with the coronavirus and everything's gonna kind of you know uh touching wood people mo- yeah touching move wood. away because uh yeah. you know we could be doing this for six months though who knows right like literally who knows but if things go the way they should be going uh the nice thing is that we should be able to to go with the kids for probably four days, but we're gonna. I'll bring you up in the Parc La Vérendrye because that's another beautiful one. Can't that's another beautiful, beautiful park, and just just as world class as 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 a yeah. just as world Man. class. They have fourteen Man. days routes, loop routes already marked. In there. 
14 you, days. Y'all talking about language. Yes, <laughs> me too. One day, one day. For uh, sure. And then uh, and then uh, then we're definitely going to go back. We we had said for uh, late fall, probably mm-hmm. er, yeah. like mid-October to early November, I would yeah. say, where we're yeah. going to go rip in the in the Algonquin Park again. And for another four days, probably that's a good it's, it's a good time good. to kind of get used to everything, travel yeah. enough and have like a couple of really fun nights around the campfire as well. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, definitely. But yeah. That wraps Tickets it up, wrap man. It up. Yeah, man. Well, I want to let, let know to people that they can subscribe. If they're, they're looking through YouTube, subscribe. Tell us in the comment section what kind of shit you'd like us to talk about because we got a vast amount of experience that we can go <laughs> in. If you're on Spotify, leave a like. If it's on iTunes, because it's going to be on iTunes really yeah. soon, leave a review or what the heck you do on iTunes, uh, do all of that stuff, rate it. It will make a big difference for us. And then we'll know what you want to hear and we'll just talk about it because that's what we do. That's what we do. All right. See you, right. buddy. Cheers.